welcome back to the report brought to you by the COVID-19 Literature Surveillance Team. I'm Will Smith, EMS and Emergency Medicine Physician in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I'm also a Clinical Assistant Professor affiliated with the University of Washington and the co-founder of the COVID-19 Literature Surveillance Project. We are keeping up to date with the latest research on SARS-CoV-2 and the disease it causes, COVID-19. We bring you real-time data from the research to help guide best practices as the pandemic continues to unfold. For complete summaries and links to each article to review further, please visit our website at covid19lst.org. Here's Jasmine, my co-founder with today's episode. Thanks, Will. And on today's report, we discuss the following questions. When an asymptomatic COVID carrier walks into a 13-person meeting, how many others do they infect? How does someone 38 days into a quarantine without any outside contact suddenly develop a COVID-19 infection? And what is the single most important factor that affects the sensitivity of 15-minute serology tests? You're listening to The Report. May 13th, 2020. Climate. A survey of the Israeli public's response to governmental emergency instructions found that satisfaction with policy decisions correlated with an individual's compliance with the instructions, demonstrating the importance of public trust in crisis response. Public health experts describe how in Syria, a lack of transparency, the high number of people displaced from their homes, and a fragmented healthcare system decimated by a decade of conflict led to uncertainty of the current burden of COVID-19 in the country. The authors urge that ceasefires, protection of healthcare workers, expansion of humanitarian access, and evacuation of critical cases could help Syria during the pandemic. Preliminary data in two American cities have shown significant racial and ethnic disparities in health outcomes with COVID-19 infection rates being the greatest in Latinos and African Americans, indicating the need for public health interventions for vulnerable populations. Epidemiology A case report of a COVID-19 positive pre-symptomatic individual who attended a full-day meeting in Germany found that he transmitted the virus to 11 of the 13 other participants, indicating the high transmission risk of in-person meetings. A 38-year-old male who presented with COVID-19 developed bilateral blindness on the fifth day of his hospitalization, and a T2-weighted MRI revealed hyperintense lesions as well as vasogenic edema, illustrating a possible symptom of the systemic inflammatory state caused by the virus. A cross-sectional study, including 46 hospitals, found that in a total of 48 children admitted with COVID-19 to PICUs across the country, 80% had comorbidities. All survived except two. This just helps solidify the notion that outcomes for children are far better than for adults. However, we're cautioned not to dismiss children with COVID-19. Though they tend to fare better than adults, many still become critically ill. Transmission and Prevention A man in lockdown in China who had not made any outside contact for 38 days, though had made contact with a confirmed case immediately prior developed COVID-19 infection, suggesting that the incubation period for the virus may extend well beyond current estimates. Screening healthcare personnel at Cambridge University hospitals found that 3% of asymptomatic workers were positive for SARS-CoV-2, drawing attention to the importance of screening for all medical personnel. Management. 
a patient satisfaction report from 300 of the 3,701 patients who participated at a COVID-19 Remote Patient Monitoring Program, or RPM, showed that 74% of them would be extremely likely to recommend the platform to their doctor, indicating that these interventions are an effective approach to managing mild COVID-19 at home. A study of 67 COVID-19 patients in an emergency department in Italy found significantly increased levels of fibrinogen in those with the disease, suggesting its use as a risk stratification marker. A cohort study of 64 patients with severe or critical COVID-19 found that 88% delivered preterm and 70% developed ARDS. However, there was no maternal or neonatal mortality, nor were there any cases of vertical transmission. R&D, Diagnosis and Treatments. An analysis of four different rapid tests that take approximately 15 minutes to run that detect SARS-CoV-2, IgG, and IgM found that the sensitivity was highly dependent on how long after symptom onset the test was conducted. After 15 days, the test was quite sensitive and may become a vital addition to the current COVID-19 detection process. Adjusting practice during COVID-19. Guidelines for practice during the pandemic from today include safe COVID-19 autopsy practices, leukemia management, and hyperglycemia management in critically ill patients. Gastroenterologists in China describe their use of non-contrast, magnetically controlled capsule endoscopy as an effective method to limit infection risk. A survey of 60 cardiac surgery centers found that during the pandemic, most centers saw a 50 to 75% reduction in cardiac surgeries. One-third of the centers saw a greater than 50% reduction in cardiac OR and ICU bed space, and half suspended all research activity. Mental health and resilience. A survey of 1,396 people with diabetes found that 56% of participants were worried about being overly affected due to diabetes if infected with COVID-19. 28% expressed concern over not being able to manage their diabetes if infected with COVID-19, signifying the prevalence of worries related to COVID-19 and diabetes. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay informed with us. Read less, do more. With With COVID-19lst.org.